JD Talking Sports. It is New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2017. I have a lot to be thankful for this year. You know what? Sorry, Isaac, you got to go. A lot, a lot to be thankful for this year. You know, Lithuanian Laser came into my life, helped me get this job, one of the jobs I have today, which has kept me quite busy in 2017. I have Rock, who listens to my show all the time, Gumbo Chef, who listens to my show all the time. Those are some of my most ardent supporters. And we are on show 252, I think, this year. 250, well, not this year. I started December 21st, so let's be honest. But a lot of shows. Now, I watch NFL films. I tape, and I have 13 tape right now, and I just happen to watch one. And you know what? This is what my show's about. It's about never giving up. Always going for it. Never saying, oh, I can't do this, feeling sorry for myself. You know what? I felt, oh, I, you know, after a while, I, you, you do all these shows and you look at sometimes the numbers and not enough people listening to the show. It doesn't matter. You just, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You just got to keep plugging along. And I'm just going to keep plugging along. If I have something to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. And obviously, I have a lot to talk about since this is number 252 I've done of shows. As I said, a lot to be thankful for. Got my health. Had some health scares this year. Had an ablation done early this year. Got rid of that heart rhythm. Running again. Working out again. I, yeah, remember I told you about the record the other day on my Apple Watch? Well, they gave it to me the day before. So I averaged nine, at least 94 minutes of exercise during the month of December. My next one is I need to do... I, you see, I have a move record, which right now is set as 1,000 calories a day. I need to do that for a month straight. The most I think I've done... I think I did like, I got sick, sick a couple times, but right now I'm on a streak of 19 days. Today, I'll I'll hit today, that'll be 20, and I'm going to do it. I need to do it because, you know what, that's what I love about the Apple Watch. I get to compete against myself, and my mom will say, well, who do you go against? And I say, well, it's just really me against me. It's me, you know, it's a motivating force. It's just something to push myself. All right, enough rambling. As I was saying, I was watching NFL films. I watch it religiously. There was a guy named Bob Kopeng when he was a, Little kid was seven or eight years old, growing up in Minnesota. His favorite freaking player was Kenny Easley. I don't know if you remember Kenny Easley. Safety out of UCLA. Had a short career. His career was cut short at 28. He was a rookie of the year. He was AFC Defensive Player of the Year. He was NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Short career. Also returned punts. He wanted to return punts for the Seahawks. Ended up becoming a great punt returner. Well, he gets traded at 28 to the Cardinals. Cardinals do a freaking physical on him, and it fi- finds out that his kidneys are failing, he needs a kidney transplant. At 28 years old, he needs a kidney transplant. Career's done. And this is a guy who loved football. Well, the, the poster of him, the enforcer, which I don't know if I had. I had a lot of sports posters, but that was one I don't think I had. He said he hated football. Didn't watch it for 15 years. Co- high school, college, pro, nothing. And 30 years after the fact, Bob Kopeng, who even was such an ardent, ardent fan of Kenny Ainsley. Kenny Ainsley, when he was a player, didn't like what was being written, so he started his own Seahawks magazine that this kid in Minnesota had his dad, you know, buy for him, subscribe to, and he read it cover to cover. Well, 30 years after the fact, he he had contacted a fan website called Seagull. He said, can I do an interview? Uh, what if I get an interview with Kenny Ainsley? Will you guys... Uh, publish it. Will you guys put on the on the site? They go, yeah. Well, it turns into a four-part, and the fourth part turns into him getting in the Hall of Fame. It turns into this whole thing. It's supposed to only be a one-part thing. It turns into a four-part thing. Ends up that Kenny easily says, hey, get in touch with this guy at the Hall of Fame 
you know, to state your case. Well, this kid, this guy, Bob Copeng, goes even one better. He starts contacting over 30 NFL players, John Robinson, Dan Marino. LT said he was the most athletic player he'd ever seen. Well, he said that's going to sound a lot more coming from LT than coming from me. Ronnie Lott said that he strived to be as good as Kenny Easley. Well, it ends up that he becomes the senior finalist and he become, gets in the goddamn Hall of Fame. And it is Hall of Fame... Uh, what's it, Inception? His enshrinement ceremony. Now, that, let's, let's, let me just state something. Ken Easley never met Bob Copeng. They only, had, they only had spoke through email. They would correspond. Well, Bob Copeng goes to the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony, and Ken Easley, unbeknownst to him, talks about him during the freaking ceremony. And you can see him welling up. He meets him afterwards. He goes, oh, I didn't expect that. Just like this humble guy, this normal guy. He said, I want the kids to see that if you... You, you know, you believe in something, you don't give up that, you know, good things can happen, basically. I'm paraphrasing is, But, I mean, it was just like, look at this guy. He's just like a kid who was a, a fan and then decided to write a story and said, you know what, this guy was good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. We made the, uh, I, I don't want to give it away, but there's a trivia question I'm going to give away. <laughs> I have a trivia question for later. But was the only guy from a all-decade team not to make the Hall of Fame. See, I just gave it away the trivia question. But I don't care. Maybe you'll forget it by the end of the show, and that'll be fine with me. Only guy from the 1980 NFL All-Decade team not to be in the Hall of Fame. And because of Bob Copeng getting out there, contacting old, John Robinson said he was one of the best ever. He's in the Hall of Fame now. And I love that shit. That's, what I, that's why I do that show, because shit like that gets me jazzed. Can I say jazz? I just did. I know Rock said yesterday, the vol- I apologize for the volume. I was a little low-key yesterday, and I can't be low-key. I was a little tired. I, had, I was, you know what? I let it get to me because I want to do a show every day of the month and I missed a day. I want to do every day this month and I missed a day. Now, I did two the first day of the month, so you can say I did more than the entire month, but I didn't get the whole month in. But I digress. And the second story was about Chamawa Indian School. A boarding school started, a government-run boarding school started in 1880 in Salem, Oregon. Oregon. It, it, it takes kids, uh, Native Americans, kids from west of the Mississippi. At last year, they had 24 states represented in 46 different tribes. Chamawa. Well, last year, 2016, they went 0-7, giving up 378 points a game. That's 54 game. It was so bad by the end of the year, they were down to 14 players. Well, they, they ended up going this year, lost every game, and they went to a JV schedule, and they played a school called Sayo. And Sayo's varsity team was number one in the state. Well, they ended up winning the last game of the season, 34-26, and there was a kid on the team who was their best athlete. And at the end, he said, you know, at the freshman year, he saw the seniors cry, and he said, well, I have sophomore year. Well, he said, from sophomore year, I saw the seniors, well, I got next year, junior. And now he wasn't going to play. He says, I'm not going to get a scholarship offer. The coach said he was the best player they had. And you could see him crying. He goes, I'm probably going to go to trade school. I mean, a lot of these kids dealt with drug and alcohol, gang issues and all this stuff. And I, I never heard of this school, Chihuahua. I was just, like, blown away. And, you know, these kids, you know, could have given up. And this one senior, he said he kept them all going. The last game of the season, you know, they, they're playing at the best team. It's still a JV schedule. But, you know, JV team, if you got a number one varsity team, your JV team's going to be pretty freaking good too. They went 34-26. And, you know, I feel bad that a kid that played this hard after seeing this. I wanted to know what happened with him. After, that's, what, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see after the story was over. I wanted to see what would happen, what happened to the kids afterwards. But I didn't know about this school. I didn't know about this Bob Copeng. I didn't know that he got it Kenny Easley into the Hall of Fame. That's what I love about sports. You know, it was just awesome. And the bowl games. Listen, 14 four playoff, 
You had the freaking Big Ten go 7-0. and You had Saquon Barkley yesterday with a 92-yard run. They beat Washington 35-28. But listen, Trace McSorley, I don't know what the, what the fuck you're, what Franklin's doing, James Franklin's doing as a coach, but this forward kind of lateral, you know, where you're throwing into the middle, they screwed up twice. They're up 28-7. They, they put Washington back in the game. They screwed up that one, once was enough, twice. And I'll tell you, they should have freaking blown that game. Because they should have, I mean, they should have blown them away. And then freaking Wisconsin beat, and I was watching that. I, I fell asleep, put the game on second half, and the, it fast-forwarded through the whole fourth quarter. I was so pissed off. And they ended up winning 34-24. Miami is a senior kicker who Michael Badgley, who had a miss from anything short of a 42, missed two field goals. One of them, they were down 34-24. They go for a chip shot. He misses it. Mike Rick. Mark Rick gets into a, they should have called the holding call before halftime. It was 17-14 at the time. They ended up getting a touchdown going up 24-14. Miami was up 14-3, hadn't lost at home this season. And they ended up losing 34-24. Wisconsin's best season, 13-1. You had Penn State go 11-2. Those two teams got screwed. Screwed. The Pac-12, what did the Pac-12 they, they compared the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. Pac-12 finished 1-8 in bowl games. Big Ten's now 7-0, and they still have Michigan playing on New Year's Day against South Carolina in the Outback. And the point differential, you have Pac-12 this, this year, 1-7, minus 9, uh, basically outscored by 10 points a game, and Big Ten plus 10 point differential. Listen, Wisconsin got screwed. I know they lost to Ohio State, the Ohio State, and the, the Ohio State beat USC. Ohio State, the Ohio State should have been in the, in the, in, I would have liked, you know, and Washington made a case for themselves. They played tough. They never gave up. And USC, you know what? What the hell? I would have given them a shot in the top eight. But four teams, you look at them, and the Big Ten freaking 7-0 and in bowl games, even if they go 7-1, 7-0 in bowl games. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. If the big games tomorrow, Baker Mayfield, not 100%. We'll see. He's been sick all week. I don't think he's going to let it bother him. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to let it bother him at all. You had freaking Steph Curry come back. have 38 points last night. Unbelievable. What, they have 81 at the half yesterday against... Who did they play yesterday? And the Knicks. Wait, let me, Lithuanian Laser was giving me play-by-play of the Knicks. I was watching three billboards last night of Epic. Let me tell you, you haven't seen that movie? Highly, highly recommend. That shit was awesome. I saw four movies yesterday. I saw Rain Wilson in a movie called Permanent about a girl who wants to get a perm and her hair gets out after when she learns about life lessons. It was really good. Patricia Arquette was in it too. And this girl who I've never seen before was fan- fantastic. I saw Oak Oakja. It was a South Korean movie that's on Netflix. It's going to be up for Foreign Film of the Year. Phenomenal. Saw I, Tanya finally. Listen, I tell everybody to see it just for the performances of Margot Robbie and Allison Janney, who plays her mom, were freaking phenomenal. Actually, everybody was solid in it. But let me tell you, that movie is depressing. Okja is good, but it's depressing as hell. And Ebbing, Missouri, Sam Rockwell was great. Woody Harrelson. And Frances McDormand, she is freak. She's a phenomenal actress. But everybody was solid in that god goddamn movie. Highly recommend. So I had four four movies yesterday. I saw. And what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Curry. 
141-128 over the Grizzlies. They had, I'm sorry, they had 78 in the first half. 78 in the first half. And Curry on the day, 13-17 from the field, 10-13 of 13 from three-point range, no turnovers, 38 points in 26 minutes. Oh, and they're only 29-8 this season. Knicks won. Lithuanian Laser was ecstatic. Thought they were going to blow the game. And, you know, you know, Porzingis was complaining about, about, you know, the refs not giving him stuff and everything. Well, he went 11 for 22, which is better than he's been shooting. 30.7 rebounds, three assists. You had Jack with 15 at the game-clinching free throws. Anthony Davis. That's what, that's what Lithuanian, Laser, Lithuanian Laser was asking me yesterday. Would I, tra- would I rather have Anthony Davis... Or KP, no offense to KP, but I would have Anthony Davis is a beast. 31 points last night. Anthony Davis, you have him and freaking Cousins. Cousins, 29 points, 19 rebounds. Combined for 60 points, and they they lost. So now both teams are 18 and 18. And I'll tell you, I, if DeMarco's, DeMarco, uh, DeMarcus Cousins wasn't such a head case, I would take him over both those guys. That's how talented I think he is. You had Beasley sit 15 off the bench. Joakim Noah had four points off the bench. Aaron Gomez is not even getting in the game. Kyle Quinn at eight points, four rebounds. McBucket, seven points. Nilakina, eight points, five rebounds, four assists. The Knicks play next against San Antonio on Tuesday at home. They got some tough games coming. But hey, they're eight and eight, 18 and 18. Lithuanian Lasers excited going into the to the new year. Yeah, we need an eight, yeah. And also, there are no more unbeatings in college basketball. First time since the AP poll was started that there is no undefeated teams, that that that, the, that, the, that there are no more undefeated teams after January. Bef- this first time has happened before January. Nova lost to Butler. ASU, which has started 12-0, best start ever in, in, in I was going to say franchise, in school history, 12-0, lost at Arizona, which, you know, come on, that's a tough game. And TCU lost at home to Oklahoma. And Trey Young, 39 points, 14 assists. They are 11-1. They only won 11 games all last season. Trey Young is like breaking all these records. 20 point, 10 assist games in a season. The uh, last 20 years uh, was six. He's already had six. And Denzel Valentine for Michigan State did a couple years ago. And then 25, 10, they're saying. All these stats, he's like, oh, he's, he's going pro after this year. I don't think he's going to stay. Saquon Barkley hasn't decided what he's going to do. Sam Darnold, they're saying. Kirk Herbstreit said, said he should stay another year. I, I don't disagree with that. I think another year would be good for him. He's only a, he's a retro sophomore, but I think if you're going to go top five, I think you have to go out. So come on, Barkley, listen. Running back, you get blown out your knee next year. He's never going to be higher. He's done everything he do in college. He said he's going to just enjoy today. Bullshit. He's going pro. He is going pro. There's no way he's staying. There is no chance in hell he's staying in college. No, 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 no. Yeah, Knicks with 16 in the next 20 on the road. But hey, they got the win. And in the end, isn't that all that matters? And Dave Gettleman yesterday fired Mark Ross, the team's VP of player evaluation, and also cut Bobby Hart, the starting right tackle. My plan is to come in here every day and kick ass. That's my plan, okay? Ross has been with the Giants in 2007, was closely in line with Jerry Reese, so you got to get rid of him. He ran this college scouting department and was the point man for the NFL draft preparation. And get them under, you know, come on, we got to get, they're going to probably have the number two pick of the draft. And uh, Eric Flowers is going to be listed as Daffle, and he's played over a thousand snaps this year. Will be placed at left tackle by rookie Chad Wheeler for the season finale against the Redskins. 
And Adam uh, Biznawadi will be signed with the practice squad and start a right tackle. Biznawadi, a six-round pick, will make his NFL debut. Her heart was added to the injury report Wednesday with an ankle issue. And the Giants felt hard and flowers show no interest in suiting up for the final game that both had mentally checked out. And that wasn't having any of that. Officially, Hart was waived injured. Listen, Hart, a 2015 seven-round pick from Florida State, started 13 games 2016, seven a right tackle this season, including the past three games. Listen, I love get. Hey, listen, he came in. Hey, you don't you, you checked out? Good. Well, you know what? Now you can check out for good. Enjoy. That's what you need. Tough love. That's what he said. He was coming in. No, Barcelona wouldn't put up with that shit. Listen, it's a privilege to play in the fucking NFL. You don't want to play, get the fuck out of here. That's what I say. And Matt Forte put on IR. He's done. He's not going to come back. And Lucky lucky Whitehead sighting. He could be, you know, hopefully I'm going to see him play today. Trace McSorley had had his 20th straight game with a touchdown pass, which is... Penn State record, but there is an active streak. Who, oh, I'm gonna leave. You know what? I'm gonna change my trivia question now. Thank you very much. Active streak. Most. TDP. Okay, I got it. I got it. Got it right now. Thank you. So, Kenny Easley, I'll use that trivia question for a future show. Pac 12, 1 and 8. And Penn State set a, a yardage record in the bowl game today. Listen to this: in the game today, there were—I'm uh, sorry—in the game yesterday, Penn State and Washington. In Washington, there were 11 20-plus yard plays in the game, and five of them led to touchdowns. Yeah, that shuttle pass—I don't know what the fuck. That was. And and think about this: Penn State at the Fiesta Bowl, seven and zero, and then the play at the end, Dante Pettis got a lateral. Got and was running, and there was like there was time left on the clock. And he, he was he didn't see the time. I don't know what. This is a senior too. Should be knowing what's going on out there. And he did a lateral. That was the end of the ball game. He would have got out of bounds. Washington could have went for a hail mary. We could have had overtime. What are you going to do? And Venus Williams pl- played her first match. She played uh, uh, Ostapenko in an exhibition in Abu Dhabi, six two three six, and then lost in a super tiebreaker, ten five. She uh, actually, uh, you know, w- winning a set off the seventh rate player, not too shabby. She said she's still undecided if she's going to play in the Australian Open, which starts January 15th. She goes, I don't know if I'm totally ready to come back on the tour yet, she said. I know that when I come back, I definitely want to be competing for championships. I'm definitely looking forward to getting back, it out, back, back out there. I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm going to assess everything with my team before deciding. All right. I'm cool with that. You assess all you need to assess. You, was, you, you do what you need to do and make it happen. You do what you have to do. Oh, and Devontae Adams, congratulations. Friday signed a four-year, $58.7 million deal, $32 million guaranteed, $18 million signing bonus. Good for him. I love him. He plays hard, man. Third receiver to make around $10 million a season. Randall Cobb has one year left on a four-year $40 million deal. Jordy Nielsen, one year, on a, one year left on a $439 million, $39 million deal. This year, 74 catches, 885, 10 touchdowns, 14 games. Surpassed Jordy Nielsen's number one receiver. He has had three concussions. Did not play last week. Probably not going to play this week for a concussion. Oh, actually, he isn't going to play. But the concussion... 
got a concussion December 17th where, you know, Thomas Davis hit him. He's pissed off he can't play. That's what I like. A guy's pissed off. He's irritated, you know. You know, he wants to play. He wants to be out there. And that's what you want to hear. Instead of a guy like Bobby Hart and Eric Flowers to say, you know, we're not going to play this week. We're going we're gonna to sit this one out. Fuck. Bullshit. Bullshit. Not a fan of that at all. And how about Erica Garner, man? Her father, father dies in police custody. And then she has a heart attack after that. And she, you know, 27 years old, 27 years young. And then she had the baby, which she had a baby and she had a heart attack after having a baby. She had a weak heart. And she's 27 years young. Oof, that's terrible, man. Families had a lot of tragedy. A lot of tragedy. Yeah, Okja. And then, actually, uh, yeah, they said it. I forget that you. Americans say it, Okja. In the movie, the Asians say Okta. But the Americans say Okja. That was the movie I was telling you about. Carolina, hey, Joel Berry, 9.7 seconds left yesterday, beat Wake Forest 73-69. I was in the middle of watching a movie. and how, Oh, and the game, OKC lost to uh, Milwaukee, the Greek freak. He stepped in, out of bounds, and the NBA's last two-minute report confirms that he stepped out of bounds. Thank you. Thank you. But you didn't change it, but thank you for reporting. And they said they're going to make changes because they couldn't actually do, they weren't allowed to go to replay, but now they're going to be able to check that. They can't keep doing this shit, man. They got to fix this stuff up. Actually, Jahad Thomas is going to play for the Jets today. Uh, rookie out of Temple. So we'll see some young guys play. Iowa State became the only the fourth team that finished it. They, they lost their first loss fumble all season, and they still beat Memphis. So there's only been four teams that finished with one loss fumble in the season. The last one was in 2004 with Northern Illinois, Miami of Ohio in 98, and Bowling Green in 96. Isn't it interesting? All three teams, same conference. Iowa State. Succumb. Yeah, yeah. they're going to... Oh, I'm sorry. The competition committee is going to discuss late game out of bounds three plays after the controversial finish. Let's discuss it. How about you fix it? I love that discuss. I love the two-minute thing. Let's discuss. Roy, Roy Jones Jr., why are you fighting anymore? Dude, I, I watch you on the ESPN. I'm sorry, the, the HBO broadcast. And, dude, you've had enough. He's going to fight in his hometown of Pensacola February 8th. Said he loves fighting. I don't know. But I'm like, dude, enough already. And Miles Gaskin, he did a what's what's that? You know, the quarterback play. I forget what they call that one. You know, where they the Wildcat. He took it out of the Wildcat, sixty nine yards. And I'll tell you, Miles Gaskin, he took off. He was gone. Good God, unbelievable. Trace McSorley, four to two total yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that was a great game. It was a great game, and and the night game. Pac-12, 1-8. Worst record for a Power 5 conference ever. Knicks almost blew it at, at, you know, at halftime. They were down in the fourth quarter. They came back. They didn't let it go. Hey, a win's a win. They're now 2-13 and 13 on the road. Wait, th- no, I'm sorry. 3-12 on the road. Third win on the road. That's all we care about. A win's a win, right? And Anthony Davis missed a three-pointer at the buzzer. And how about this? Raiders will pursue John Gruden with offer that could include ownership stake per Adam Schefter and Chris Chris Mortensen. I was like, damn. They say Bruce Harris is coming back. Well, he's not going to. That means that Todd Bowles isn't coming. They're going to need a new coach. Pagano's gone. 
Malarkey might be gone with the Titans. Listen, they have too much fucking talent to be playing like shit this year. Too many games where they've been up and down, and they got a good quarterback. They got a good young team. I always thought Mike Malarkey. I don't know why the hell he was given head coaching jobs. Caldwell looks to be done. Marvin Lewis is done, even though he's denied it. He's going to be gone. Alex Hornibrook had four touchdown passes yesterday, which was a career high. Miami hadn't given that up in years. And, and uh, you know, it's funny. Paul Chris, the uh, coach of Wisconsin, said, you know, they have the turnover chain. And he goes, fuck the turnover chain. Good for him. He was a little pissed off. Nick Spench outscored Pelicans backups 42-10. That was awesome. Like Kirk Cousins has had three games of 30 points, 20 rebounds this year. First guy since Kevin Love 2010-2011. That's a freak. That's a beast. That is a beast. I mean, he is. He's a phenomenal player. And Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor out of Jersey breaks Adrian Peterson's single-season rushing record by a frosh, 1,925 yards. He finished with 1,977 on the season. Oh, and John Fox liked it. Yeah, John Fox is done. Come on. He's done. Donovan Mitchell, 29 points. LeBron is now 0-7, 0-7-0-8 against Utah in his career. He says, and he said something funny. He goes, listen, is anybody going to remember after my career that I never beat Utah? Well, I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember. And Chris Cyborg, five, she went five rounds with Holly Holm, whose face was all jacked up. I don't think nobody's going to beat Cyborg, but Holly Holm gave it her best, man. To think five, you know, she, and she, they took a beat and she gave some shots, but I saw the end of the fight, Cyborg's face, I'll tell you, she's like Dolph Lundgren, man, in, uh, uh, in Rocky Four, man. Ivan, he, she, she, she is the, she's the real life Ivan Drago. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Paul Chris said, turnover chain, my my fucking ass. <laughs> I didn't love that. I was like, turnover chain, my fucking ass. That was great. Badgers, man. Badgers played some great, great, yeah. Great, great, great bet. Donovan Mitchell is a freaking great, freaking rookie. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor at 130 yards and 26 carries. And they have young guys coming back. Uh, Quarterbacks coming back. Yeah, and Rick grabbed the yeah Horner, Hornerbrook is coming back. Just the third Badger in the last fifteen years to have multiple games with at least four touchdown passes in the same season. Oh, he tied his career. I'm sorry. And then Rick, before halftime, I said he grabbed the ref, which he shouldn't have, and he says, "I hope you uh, apologize. I hope you didn't, can't read lips." But he was pissed off. And then at the halftime, they interviewed before halftime. He goes, uh, "They said anything to say on that play before?" He goes, "Check the tape." And walked off, which I was like, yeah. Hurricanes end the season on a three-game losing streak, which kind of sucks, man. They, 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 middle of the season, they had a 15-game winning streak. They lost to Pittsburgh. They lost to Clemson. Shitty way to end the season. Shitty, shitty, shitty. Okay, I'm going to talk about the Jets and Giants. I'm, I'm going to do a show before. I'm going to do my end of, end, of, end of year show, but I just want to get a show in earlier today. Now, tonight, what I'm, I take, I'm taking the Jets... I'm taking the Jets in an upset, 17-14 over the Pats. And I'm going to take the Redskins 21-3 over the Giants. I think it's going to be ugly today. And we might see, we might see, I, I hope we get a Hackenberg sighting today. And I'm hoping we get a, I hope we get a Hackenberg and a Davis Webb sighting today. That would be awesome. I would be very happy. So I'm taking the Jets 17-14 today. Redskins 21-13. Giants, I want them to clinch that number two pick 
for Harris and E's sake. Everybody have a happy, healthy, prosperous, wealthy 2017. I am, what am I doing tonight? I don't think I'm doing anything. I think I'm just going to stay home. My plans fell through, and I want to be home and rested to watch college football all day tomorrow. All right, talk to you later. Peace out.